Not that I would know from personal experience, but I hear reading while driving is kind of dangerous. And that's why I love using Audible so much. So I thought it would be great to bring that value to you. All you have to do is go to the link in the show notes for Audible, sign up for the free trial. You get a book for the free. Just for signing up, no commitments or anything like that. I thought that would just be cool. Tell them Austin sent you. And shout out to my man, Cafo the Sensei, for making this beautiful song called I Could Feel It In My Spirit off of his album, Today I Found Peace. My name is Jabril Edmondson. And I'm Deshaun Gilchrist. And with Royalty Headwear, we wanted to create convenient and functional products that actually improve hair care and hair health. That's right. Health is very important to us. So with the products that we give you guys, we want to include hair healthy recipes that both nourish the inside of your body while making the outside look great. So right now we have our two products. And with those two products, we wanted to improve on three things. Convenience, compression, and comfort. With our first product, the Royalty Rag, it's the first one strap do rag. Velcro on the strap made of a soft spandex for maximum convenience, compression, and comfort. And with our second product, the Royalty Cap, we've created a sleep design on a wave cap that comes with an elastic band to make sure you guys have both security and comfort. Your hair is an integral part of your look. Wear it, respect it, and let us care, care for, for your crown. Yo, I'm Austin Sanders, and this is Polyonymous Podcast. Each episode, I'll be talking about a book that I really like and how it influenced my thoughts. Let me warn you now, with each book, I'm going to get a little smarter. And you are too, because that's just how reading works. A part of all that you earn is yours to keep. But Austin, what does that even mean? Hey, but don't even worry about it. I ain't gonna leave hot and dry. We're gonna get back into the story and all will be explained. So as I was saying, Anglamesh told him, he said, I started building wealth when I learned that a part of all that I earn is mine to keep. And Arcad, you know, he, he was looking at him. He, you know, he was waiting on him to say something else. And, and Arcad was like, like, what you mean? Is Like, is there more? Anglamesh said, nope. And our cat was like, what you, like, isn't everything that I earn mine to keep? And Anglamesh was like, all right, look, check this out. Do you pay rent? Do you pay for clothes? Do you pay for food? Hmm? Do, do you pay for water? He said, dude, those are automatic expenses. That's not yours. That money gone when you get it. But you got to pay yourself first. He said, yo, if you save one-tenth of everything that you earn, how much will you have in 10 years? Arcad was like, hmm, I'll have as much as like, my entire salary for one year. And Anglamesh said, see, there you go. He said, that's right, but it's only half right. Another thing you got to do with the gold, he said, you got to think of gold as a slave that works for you. He said, you got to get your gold to go make more gold. You got to get your gold to have children and then have those children work for you and then have those children have children and then have those children's children work for you and attract more gold. So you'll have even more than one year's salary. 
that's just the base level of Arcad was telling the people, he said, I thought a lot about what Buddy said. And, you know, I just started doing that. I started, every time I got paid 10 pieces, I put one away. And he said, you know, sure enough. It didn't feel like I had less money to spend with either. Like, as soon as I got the money, I put 10% away. And I just moved off the rest. And, it, you know, it didn't feel like I was much poorer or anything like that. And then over time, I started, you know, I started seeing my stash, like, increase. Honestly, my desire started increasing. I wanted to spend it on stuff. I started seeing all the luxurious things that they were selling. It seemed like the advertisements, the sales pitches, they, they got better or something. Like, you know, I was disciplined. I kept my savings right. And then 12 months later, Anglamesh, he came back and he talked to me again. So Anglamesh came back. He said, young boy, what's going on with you, man? He said, hey, hey, you did that thing I told you to do? And our cat was like, yeah, man, I heeded the advice. And I appreciate that. I appreciate it a lot. So Anglamesh said, okay, that's good, man. So so what you doing with your savings? I know since it's growing, I know you, I know your desire is growing too, right? So what you do with them? Arcad looked at him. He said, oh, bro, you're going to love this, man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He said, yo, so I met this dude, right? He's a brick maker I know. He said he had the inside tip on some rare jewels that people haven't really seen over this way, right? So just needed a a little investment he's gonna go over yonder gonna get the jewels we gonna sell them for a super profit man it's on anglamesh looked at him he said oh well you know that's all right man you know you got to be a fool first arcad said what you mean a fool first no what, what, it's a good plan don't you think anglamesh said no nah, man he said yo what did that guy do for a living arcad said oh he, he's a brick maker he said okay so what does a what does a brick maker know about jewels and arcad looked at him he said huh well, hmm. Sure enough, the play fell apart. The jewels weren't jeweling. They was fake. They were just decorative glass, basically. They were worth nothing. But before Anglamesh left, he told him, hey, you still young. That's cool. You just uprooted your money tree. But that's fine. Go ahead and plant another one. But be more careful next time, all right? And Anglamesh departed from his presence. So 12 months later, Anglamesh returns, comes in. He said, hey, man, you looking good. You looking spry. How's your money tree? Our cat was like, man, my money tree is doing good. Hey, I'm, take, I'm taking care of the plant again. Anglamesh said, okay, what, what them brick makers telling you these days? Our cat was like, man, they ain't telling me nothing but what them bricks doing, man. He said, Anglamesh said, okay, all right, that's cool. And so what, what you doing with your savings now, man? What's going on? Our cat was like, okay. I think I got it now. I think I got it now. He said, so there's the shield maker, right? And the shield maker needs a certain amount of bronze to make his material so that he can make profit. So I set something up where I buy the bronze for him up front and he pays me back rentals every month. And the rentals makes a profit on the money. Anglerman said, okay, all right. That sounds pretty good. Okay. He said, well, okay, so tell me this. What are you doing with the profits that the rentals are bringing back to you? And our cat was like, oh man. Yo, man, you know, with this money flowing in, you know, I, I take my girl out, you know, I, I invite some of my homies. We have us a little feast, you know, have us a little ball, get us some of the good wine, some of the, some of the good drink going. We, hey, we, we do it up every so often, you know. Anglerman said, eh, I mean, I, I feel you, man, but, bro, you eating, you, you eating the children of your gold. How your gold gonna multiply if you eat the kids? 
The kids can't have more kids to have more kids that become your army if you keep eating the profits. And our cat was like, dang. I, I mean, that made sense. Hey, I, I thought I had it this time. Ain't gonna say you. I get you. But hey, still young, man. Hey, you want a better path? Stop eating the children of your profits. Because if you wait long enough and it, you get you a whole army of gold, bro, you can do that whenever you want, man. And just patience, my boy. Patience. And Angler Mesh left the game. So this time, Angler Mesh stayed away for two years. Right? Gave it a little bit more time. When Angler Mesh came back, you know, he had a little more gray. A little more gray on him. He was he was hunched over just a little bit more because he wasn't he wasn't a young whippersnapper like he was when he first started this this series of investment. He came up to Arcad and said, "Yo, what's going on, young man? You got all the wealth that you desire yet?" And Arcad was like, "Nah, I don't got everything I want, but yo, we we well on the way, well on the way now." Anglemesh looked at him with with some pride in his eyes. He said, "Hey, man." You've done well in this time I've known you. You learn how to live within your means and save. You learn how to get advice from those that are competent in certain fields. You learn how to even multiply your wealth. Man, you've been doing your thing. He said, but check this out. I really have one last test for you, honestly. Anglomesh told him, he said, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a brother of means, right? I have a pretty large estate. And, you know, I have some sons and they don't know the value of a dollar. They, they suck with money. They're going to eat all of their profits. I already know this. But you, and you done did the knowledge, you done did the math, you done did the sciences. You put in the work. Look, I'm gonna make a new deal with you. I'm going to entrust you with half of this estate, right? And if you can double its value, when I pass on to the next round, you'll inherit half of the estate as a whole. And you know what Arcad did? His thing, that's what he did. He, he did exactly what he was supposed to. So he inherited half of the estate. And with that, he kept growing. And this is how he became the richest man in Babylon. And this is the story that he told all of his old classmates. So after he had finished up the story, one of his homies chimed in and said, you was kind of lucky for Anglomesh to choose you as the, the heir to his estate. And Arcad said, I mean, you could look at his luck, but I mean, if there was a fisherman that studied the behaviors and habits of fish for four years, like I was doing that for four years and then he came up on a bunch of fish. Would you call him lucky or would you call him prepared? He said, cause I don't know, you gotta think a little further. You can't just say it was luck. I'm like, that didn't happen instantly. I had, you know, I did what I needed to do to be prepared for the opportunity. Then someone else chimed in and was like, well, I mean, if everybody did what you did, you know, they, they practiced those same financial laws, it wouldn't be enough money to go around with it. And the guy was like, well, Wherever people exert energy, wealth grows there. Let's think about if somebody gets a home built, right? If somebody pays a bunch of money to get a home built, does that money just disappear? He's like, nah, the architect gets paid. Everyone that works on the house gets paid, right? The person that puts together the deal gets paid. And he said, let's look at the land. Doesn't the land get more valuable when something is built on it? And just on a real estate tip, like when improvements are made to land, it does make it more valuable. And then somebody else chimed in and was like, well, you was a youngin' when you started this journey. He said, bro, what are we supposed to do? We're not young like that no more. And Arcad looked at him, he said, well, I'm gonna tell you the same thing that Anglomesh told me. A part of all that you earn is yours to keep. He said, say it to yourself before you go to sleep. Say it to yourself when you wake up in the morning. Say it to yourself when you're doing nothing. Say it to yourself when you're doing everything. Because it's a law, it don't change. 
A man named Jim Rohn once said, success leaves clues. And that's the quote that I thought about when our cat was telling the people, he was like, yo, retrace the steps that I just told you about in this story, right? And don't try to oversave because life is supposed to be enjoyed. So if all you could do is 10%, then just do 10%. Like if you oversave, you're not gonna have enough funds to live a life that you enjoy. And if you're not living a life that you enjoy, it's gonna make you way more likely to leave the path thus uprooting your money tree so everyone there they, they thanked them and then they left some of the people they thought man right but he just lucked up and that's why he's so rich others was like eh, i don't know man i don't think i got enough time on my hands to go through all that stuff he went through um, it must be another way right but the people that got the most out of that talk were the ones that saw what he said and thought to themselves oh I know the path now. All I got to do is start walking. And on the next episode, we're going to talk about the seven cures for a lean purse. I'll see y'all next Monday. And before I go, I'd like to say thank you for listening. But more importantly, I want to say that you should do the reading yourself. I make this thing sound fun because I'm blessed with spectacular vernacular, but when you do the reading yourself and put the information into your own words, it's like taking ownership over the knowledge. And there's nothing more important than having your own understanding. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you listen to. And if you'd like to help the podcast grow, send this episode to someone you think will appreciate it. And go to our affiliate link in the show notes and buy the book. Shout out to Willie F1 for making this beat for me. I appreciate you, brother. This show was recorded and edited by me, Austin Sanders, the Oracle Orator, the Corduroy's Cavalier, the Epiphany Enabler. Right here in Warner Robins, Georgia. You can follow the show at Polyonymous Pod. And don't even worry about it. I know it's a big word. But hold on. Look, we're going to walk through this. So you take the word anonymous. You take off the A-N and replace it with poly. So P-O-L-Y-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S pod. And there you go. I want to give a special shout out to my brother, GFM Dutto, for providing the opening and closing songs used on this podcast. The opening song is called Grande, and the closing song is called Purpose. Both are on his latest album, Since Roosevelt, out everywhere you can listen to music. And I personally think you should listen to it, because Buddy be rapping his ass up. You can follow him on the socials at GFMCEO underscore Dutto, and that's D-U-T-T-O. If no one's told you already, let me be the first. At this very moment, you're already everything that you need to be. And I'm going to tell you, just like a tribe called Quest told me, stay based in them slaves. And that means peace. See you later.